Welcome to Cut the Chaos, the podcast that teaches you to cut through the noise, take back control of your life, and create a future you love. I'm your host, professional certified coach, Sandra Jarvis. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, This past weekend was the Harmonized Women's Retreat, and I talked so much that I lost my voice a little bit. (laughs) So you're going to have to put up with this voice of mine that's very scratchy, but I'm excited to be back and to tell you that the retreat was amazing. I'm already looking forward to the next one and have been kind of planning what will be different, what will be the same. And I'll just tell you that there were some amazing women there. We did some really powerful activities. We shared some vulnerable moments. And I know that I grew as a coach and hopefully the ladies who participated grew in their own way as well. So today I'm back to reality. And as I thought about this podcast, um, one of the things that I realized over the weekend was that we all feel like victims from time to time. And so I wanted to talk for a few minutes today about what it means to be living in victim mode. And I wanted to give you some ideas for how to get yourself out of victim mode so that you can start feeling like yourself again. And so that's what we're going to address today. Um, So let's start by just talking about victim energy and what that is. So victim energy typically shows up when there's some sort of stress in your life. So it's the energy that is full of self-doubt and worry and anxiety and hopelessness and fear, embarrassment, guilt, all of those things. And it is very inward focused, right? So people at this energy level feel like the world is against them. They see themselves as losers and they worry that everybody else in the world sees them, sees them as losers as well. And sometimes victims really are victims. They're either victims of a crime or a victim of someone lashing out, or maybe a victim of an argument or whatever. However, often victims are stuck in the past. So many times when you're feeling this, this energy, it is because there's a problem that you've previously experienced that's left you feeling like you have to protect yourself, or it's up to you to keep yourself safe. Or maybe your life experience has left you feeling like you can't trust anyone. And so you turn inward and you hang on to, you know, those experiences that taught you this lesson. There are so many experiences, so many circumstances that can cause us to go into victim mode. In fact, I would say that there are as many circumstances as there are people and probably a million times more than that. Because we all experience life differently. And so, as I said, you could be a victim because you literally were the victim of a crime. Or you could feel like a victim because you really want to start a family, 
but instead you experience infertility and you can't get pregnant. You could also feel like a victim because you have low income and you can't afford to do the things that you want to do for yourself or for your family. And you feel stuck and without options for increasing your income. Um, you could feel like a victim because of the death of a loved one. I mean, that's a really common thing, right? Or you could feel like a victim because you messed up publicly, either as a performer or a speaker or an athlete, or even just when you trip while walking down the street, right? And immediately you feel like everybody's looking at you, everybody's laughing at you, and it brings on that victim energy. You could also feel like a victim if you are in an unhappy marriage or relationship or if you're going through a divorce or if you're single and you haven't been able to find that perfect person that you want to spend your life with. All of those things could bring about this victim energy as well. And medical issues, poor health or being a survivor of some type of disease could make you feel like a victim. Um, I'm just trying to think of all the different things that, you know, th different areas that are common that bring on this, this type of energy. And um, another one is if you were a victim of abuse in the past, even if that isn't still going on, abuse can really be something that causes you to feel like a victim, no matter how long ago the abuse took place. Um, you could also feel like a victim if you have a child who is doing things or making decisions that you don't agree with, or if you're sick, especially prolonged illnesses. There are just so many reasons that we fall into this victim energy. And I totally get it. I've been there. And there's nothing wrong with feeling this way. I really want you to recognize that. So, victim energy has positives and negatives, just like every other energy out there. And sometimes feeling like a victim is exactly what we need in order to get our needs taken care of. Right? So if you feel like a victim, there's nothing wrong with it. Unless you don't want to feel like a victim. And then it's no way to live because, frankly, feeling like a victim does not feel good. So if this is you, if you're someone who feels like a victim, but you're sick of it <laughs> and you're ready to do the work to get out of it, then this episode is for you. And I want to share with you some tools that you can use to help you get out of victim mode. All right. So I'm going to use an example of, of a client that I worked with recently, and we're going to call her Harmony because all of my clients are trying to create harmony in their lives. That's why they come to me. So we're going to just use the name Harmony. And Harmony had three kids. Well, she still has three kids as far as I know. <laughs> but she would be the first one to tell you that she has a great life. She's married and she's been married for over a decade and her husband has a really good job. He makes decent money. Um, they own their own home and she is a stay-at-home mom. And this was always what she thought would be her dream. 
And then she discovered that it's actually not her dream. (laughs) She loves her kids, but she does not feel fulfilled by the job of a stay-at-home mom. Or at least she didn't when she came to, when she first came to me for coaching. And in fact, that was why she came. She came because she knew that she loved her kids. And she knew that she wanted to be a good mom. But she also knew that she was going to go crazy if she had to continue raising her children without doing anything for herself. And she couldn't see a way um, of getting out of the life that she was currently living. Now, I have to say that harmony is pretty typical of my clients when they first come to me. Most of my clients feel stuck in one way or another. Many of them are bored with their current life. Some of them are grieving a loss, but all of them, almost without exception, I would say are dealing with low self-esteem and wishing that they had made different decisions in their past because they are stuck and they feel like they can't change enough to do something different for their future. So I would ask, have you ever felt like harmony? Because I know I have. And when you're in this place, there seem to be no options. Like you literally feel like the world is completely out of your control and life is just happening to you and there's no way to change it. And you know that you want to move past the idea, the issues that you've identified, but it feels impossible. So first, I want you to recognize that it's totally okay to feel this way. It's normal. And the, there's no reason to push it away. There's no reason to resist that feeling. And there's no reason to beat yourself up because of it either. This weekend at the retreat, one of the women showed up and in her one-on-one session, she told me that she was just going to pretend to be happy all weekend because she was sick of feeling so defeated. And she thought that maybe if she just decided she was going to be happy, then then that would just make it all better. (laughs) And I think that that's kind of a normal reaction when we're feeling a ton of negative emotion and we haven't been able to figure out how to get rid of it, we want to just resist it by pushing it away or shoving it down so we can't feel it. And that is one way to deal with emotion, but it's not the way I would recommend it. (laughs) Because the best way to change your emotion is literally to move through it and then look for options on the other side of it. So what does that mean? What does it mean when I say, move through it. Well, first, I would say it means acknowledge the emotion, right? So for example, with Harmony, she was feeling really defeated. She felt like she had created this life for herself that she did not love. And because of that, she was stuck in a place that she didn't want to be. So I would say, Let's look at defeat for a minute. And I would ask, how does it feel? How does defeat feel to you? 
Like, literally, how does it feel? In your body, how does it feel? Where do you feel it? And is it hot or is it cold? Is it heavy or is it light? I would want you to describe all of those things and figure out exactly what defeat feels like to you. I would want you to get into it and own it. And then I would want you to figure out where that feeling is coming from, exactly where that feeling is coming from. What's the circumstance and the thought that's causing you to have that feeling of defeat? And then, this is the big question, (laughs) I'd want to know what's wrong with it. What's wrong with feeling defeat? Why do you feel like you have to ignore it or push it away or resist it? And how could you choose to embrace it instead? There is power in acknowledging your emotions, a lot of it. There's power in validating your emotions too, in recognizing that it's okay to feel negative emotion because you're human. And guess what? We all were given a full range of human emotion. And so we're going to feel negative sometimes. In fact, I believe that life was meant to be 50-50, about 50% positive and 50% negative. And you get to choose how to deal with that. But you don't get to choose how it shows up, right? Sometimes you're going to have negativity and sometimes you're not. And both are okay. So after you acknowledge your emotion and you validate your emotion, then it's time to surrender the emotion. And by surrender, what I mean by that is to just let it be. To just allow the emotion to be there. And to choose to feel it. Because when you choose to feel it, when you consciously choose to feel your emotions, then you also have the power to consciously choose to let it go when you are done processing it. It is an amazing thing when we go through this process of really acknowledging our emotion and validating our emotion and embracing our emotion then there comes a point where we can choose to let it go. And that is a powerful moment. Now, it can also be really helpful to reframe the circumstance that you're dealing with, right? So Harmony was frustrated with being a stay-at-home mom. And actually, I would say that she was frustrated at being a mom, period. (laughs) She loves her kids, but she was feeling overwhelmed with motherhood in general. And so what I did with Harmony was I talked with her a lot about her options. Now, initially, she insisted that she didn't have any. She said to me, look, I'm a mother of three and I don't get to go backwards in time, right? So I have these kids that I have to deal with. And I don't have the option of just not taking care of my children. But I helped her find the options, all right? Because here's the truth. 
The truth is she had a lot of options and so do you. I don't know what your circumstance is. I don't know exactly what you're thinking or feeling, but I can tell you for sure that you have a lot of options. But the problem with feeling like a victim is that you feel like you don't have any. Like the only option is the one that you're sitting in. And it's really hard to see other options when you are in a place of victim. So first and foremost, you have to look for the options and you have to recognize that they're out there. Now with Harmony, the first thing I told her was that she doesn't have to remain married or take care of her children. She totally has the option of walking out anytime. We all have that option. We can walk away from our lives anytime. Most of us choose to stay because there are reasons that we're staying, right? And for Harmony, the reasons were things like she truly did love her children and she really did love her husband. And when I asked her if she wanted to walk out, she emphatically said, no, I don't want to walk out. And I pointed out to her that that is a choice, right? Sometimes it's helpful to see our choices, even if they're choices that we feel like we don't want, because it's still a choice. And when you feel like a victim, it can be really helpful to recognize that you are, in fact, choosing an option, right? Even if it wasn't an option that you thought you wanted to choose, you're still choosing it. So some of the options for Harmony, she could leave. She could walk out on her family. That was an option. Another option, she could get a job. She could decide to go out and get a job and put her kids in daycare. That's a real viable option. There are millions of women who work, who put their kids in daycare, and whose kids grow up to be great kids, right? (laughs) Another option, she could totally let her kids do more for themselves so that she didn't feel so overwhelmed. Now, in thinking about that, you have to find those things that are age appropriate for your kids. But there was a woman at the retreat, the retreat this weekend who was telling all of us that she teaches her eight-year-olds to do their own laundry. So she only does the laundry for her children who are under the age of eight and for her and her husband. And that's totally a viable option. Imagine, I think about when my kids were young, if they had all been doing their own laundry, how much time would that have freed up for myself? It's kind of an amazing thought, actually. So you could stop doing all the things, right? You could stop doing the laundry, the dishes, the carpooling, the watching sports teams that your kids play on, the changing of diapers, the sitting down and playing Barbies with your little girl. No one was forcing Harmony to do any of these things. And it was absolutely a viable option for her to decide that she didn't want to do them. But the thing I want you to recognize is that all of our choices have consequences. And sometimes we forget that we are consciously choosing our course of action based on the consequences that we may have to deal with, right? So 
Why was Harmony doing all the dishes and the laundry and the carpooling and the playing with the kids and changing the diapers? Well, it was because she didn't think that she was going to like the consequences of not doing them. But what I pointed out to her was she had options. She doesn't have to be obsessive about the laundry and the dishes. She doesn't. She doesn't have to cook gourmet meals for her family. She doesn't have to do that. She doesn't have to go to every sports game or every music concert or every school activity if she doesn't want to. These were all things that she was choosing to do. So my question for her was, could you choose a little less and feel good about it? And do you want to continue to do all of the things you're doing? Because you have a choice. Choice is an interesting thing. When you feel like your choices have all been taken away, when you feel like there are no options out there, then you literally can't find other options. But when you recognize that you're actually choosing something because you don't like the consequences of not choosing it, it can be liberating. And it liberates you because it opens your mind up to all of the options that are out there. And the more options you can find, the more options your brain will allow you to find, right? So recognizing that you have choice, recognizing that you have options, recognizing that you are literally choosing the things that you're doing and participating in every day is a great way to move yourself out of victim mode. Another way to move yourself out of victim mode is to give equal value to the things that you do every day. So in Harmony's case, she really felt like she was worthless. And part of that feeling came from never allowing herself to feel accomplished. So she would start out her day with a huge to-do list and she would end the day with the same list. And she just felt like she never got anything done. But as we examined her list, what we discovered was that she wasn't giving herself credit for all the hard work that she was doing. She was changing diapers. She was picking up toys. She was doing the grocery shopping. She was taking and picking up kids from activities. She was wiping up all the spilled milk and feeding the baby, right? She was doing all these little things that she never gave credit to. She was doing a ton of things every single day. But because they were things that were her daily tasks, she was never seeing them accomplished in her list. And so helping her equalize the value of the things that were on her list, as well as the things that she was doing every day that never made her list, was a huge part of helping her see that she was actually getting a lot accomplished. One of the biggest reasons that Harmony was in victim mode, and I would say that this is true for many of my clients, was that she was unable to see her own worth. She was struggling with a sense of purpose. And because of that, she had a ton of inner turmoil and dissonance that was just causing chaos. So I want you to understand that 
understanding your worth is essential to moving out of victim mode. And that is done by changing your thoughts about yourself. Now, I'm not going to tell you that that's easy work, but it's truly that simple. Raising your confidence happens when you learn to trust yourself. It happens when you learn to trust your emotions. It happens when you learn to think highly of yourself and of the people around you. And not in a conceited way, but in a way that allows you to know that you are perfect exactly the way you are right now. And so is everyone else. So how do you get out of victim mode? Now, I want to, I just want to take a second here to recognize that Harmony wasn't dealing with a major trauma in her past. She was dealing with a lot of small traumas that had happened through her role as a mother and a wife. But it was still trauma, right? And it doesn't really matter whether you are dealing with a major trauma that you dealt with in the past or a more minor trauma or traumas that have built up over time, or if you don't really have trauma, but you just feel like a victim. (laughs) The way you get out of victim mode is the same. It requires acknowledging acknowledging whatever it is that's put you there. It requires validating, validating yourself and getting validation from the people around you. It requires surrendering the negative energy. And when I say surrendering, that means to embrace it first so that you can move through it and get to the other side of it. It also requires reframing your circumstances and looking at your options so that you can consciously choose what you want to do. It requires giving equal value to all the things in your life, all the ways that you do things, all the ways that you participate in life. And it requires recognizing your worth. Victim mode can feel really depressing. I want you to recognize that you you can honor your past. You can honor the trauma. You can honor whatever it was that brought you to this place while choosing to embrace the present and choosing to create a beautiful future. You don't have to remain a victim. As a trauma-informed coach, I help women who have gone through traditional therapy but still struggle to create peace and take back their power so that they can start living again. And if this is you, I would love to chat. I would love to have you set up a complimentary consult and we can talk about what you're dealing with today and how coaching can help. So there is a link in the show notes to my calendar and I would love to talk to you. I would love to share with you some of the tools that changed my life because I am so passionate about helping other women who want to create peace and want to live life on purpose. So today I want to leave you with this thought. 
there is no such thing as finally getting it right. All right. This idea traps us into thinking that there's some way that our life is supposed to be. But the truth is, life is a journey. It's a becoming. It's a growing. It's a process. And we often get stuck in believing that there's something we have to accomplish, that there's something we have to aspire to. But the truth is that the goal of this life is really to be able to live in the moment, to be present in our present time. And I think it's important to measure your success, not by the realization of some goal, but by the process it takes to get through each day. Because it's in the process that we get to decide our own measure of success. And it's in the process that we get to become who we're supposed to become. And I would say that perhaps that is the most enlightened goal of all. It's simply to enjoy the process of life. So remember, if you're feeling like a victim, every single moment that you're alive allows you to define who you are. And it gives you the opportunity to decide if that's who you want to be. If you're ready to let go of victim, if you're ready to embrace something different in your life, then I invite you to go to the show notes and find my calendar link so that we can talk. I would love to coach you and to help you create a life that's filled with purpose and peace. All right, that's it for today. Thanks for being here. And we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for being here today. If you're enjoying the podcast, please follow, rate, and review to help me get the word out. And if you really enjoyed this episode, grab a screenshot and share it on social media. Thanks again for spending a few minutes in my world.